Clinical Issues by Amber Wood Personal Protective Equipment in the Decontamination Area Question. What types of personal protective equipment should staff members wear in the decontamination area of the sterile processing department? Answer. Personnel working in the decontamination area of the sterile processing department should wear personal protective equipment, PPE, that corresponds with a high anticipated risk of exposure to blood or other body fluids. For the decontamination area, this PPE would include 1. A mask 2. A face shield or eye protection 3. A gown 4. Gloves and 5. Shoe covers or boots Masks protect the wearer's nose, mouth, and face from contact with blood or other body fluids and potentially infectious materials. Masks worn in the decontamination area should have fluid barrier protection. A surgical mask that is fluid-resistant will be labeled with the level of protection it provides, that is, level 1, 2, or 3, according to the ASTM F2100-21 standard. It is important to look for the barrier level on the product label because being labeled as a surgical mask does not necessarily indicate that the mask underwent the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's recommended fluid resistance testing. Any barrier level is acceptable to wear in the decontamination area, although ASTM Level 3 is preferred because these masks provide the highest level of fluid resistance. See Table 1. Decontamination personnel may wear either a full face shield or eye protection. Personnel should consider their personal vision needs when selecting the type of eye protection. Face shields provide protection for the eyes, the front of the face, and the sides of the face to the ear. Examples of acceptable eye protection include goggles, a surgical mask with an attached eye shield, or glasses with solid side shields. Goggles that fit snugly, especially at the corners of the eyes and across the brow, are indirectly vented and have anti-fog properties, are the most reliable and practical means of protecting the wearer's eyes from splashes and sprays. Decontamination gowns should be fluid-resistant, and one of the following. 1. Labeled as Level 3 or 4, according to the American National Standards Institute and the Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation, AAMI, PB70 Barrier Performance Classifications. Or 2. Pass ASTM F1671, the standard test for protective clothing material resistance to bloodborne pathogen penetration, that is used for AAMI Level 4 gowns. The gown should fully cover the wearer's torso from the neck to the bottom and extending to the knees, fully cover the arms to the ends of the wrists, and wrap around the back. Gowns that are too small may expose the wearer's clothing or restrict the wearer's movement. The gown preferably should have thumb loops attached to the cuffs of the sleeves. There is a high risk for fluid exposure at the interface between the gown and the glove while the wearer is performing decontamination steps. Maintaining the glove's coverage of the gown cuffs is important to protect the wearer from fluid exposure. Thumb loops on the gown cuffs may help to secure the cuffs under the gloves. Gloves should be general-purpose utility gloves with fitted cuffs that extend beyond the cuff of the gown and preferably extend to the elbow. Utility gloves are thicker than examination or surgical gloves 
and may help protect the wearer from punctures, cuts, nicks, and exposure of the hands to blood or other body fluids and potentially infectious materials. Utility gloves with cuffs that extend beyond the gown cuff may provide additional fluid protection. For example, wearing a glove that extends to the elbow while using a sink filled with water may reduce the risk of the glove cuff submerging and allowing water to enter the glove. If desired, personnel may wear examination gloves underneath utility gloves to help protect themselves in the event of fluid exposure at the gown-glove interface. Staff members working in the decontamination area may wear fluid-resistant shoe covers or boots designed for use as PPE. However, some shoe covers are meant to prevent contamination of the perioperative environment from shoe contaminants and are not intended to be worn as PPE. While working in the decontamination area, it is highly likely that staff members will be exposed to blood or other body fluids and potentially infectious materials. Researchers have determined that manual cleaning of devices in the decontamination area of sterile processing departments generates substantial splashing that drenches the technician. In a new sterile processing department at a large urban academic medical center, researchers affixed moisture detection paper to the PPE of experienced certified processing professionals and evaluated droplet generation and dispersal during manual cleaning of a colonoscope and a transvaginal ultrasound probe. The PPE included 1. Shoe covers made of anti-skid polypropylene, no fluid resistance testing information described. 2. Gowns, AAMI Level 3 and 4 surgical gowns, no thumb loops. 3. Double gloves, nitrile examination gloves, outer glove with extended cuff. 4. Full face shields with drop-down splash guards. 5. Face masks, fluid-resistant, met ASTM F2100-11 standard, level was not described. And 6. Head covers, three-layer, that is, spun-bond fabric, melt-blown fabric, spun-bond fabric, bouffant caps. The researchers found that the technician at the sink was drenched from head to toe after a single round of manual cleaning, and observers standing three to four feet away were also exposed to droplets. Fluid entered the outer glove when it was too large. Shoe covers were heavily exposed and saturated with fluid that entered from the top and along the seam on the bottom. The researchers recommended that manufacturers develop better quality PPE to reduce personnel exposure and that additional research be conducted.